just kidding. Don't say anything. That, that was a joke. So here we go. So tonight is Living Confident. We've chosen three uh, great young leaders in our church who we think have got some, something to help and offer in this realm. And the very first one who's going to come and preach right now is our youth pastor, Ebony Frecker. She's been in our church. Hold on a minute. She's been in our church more than 80% of her life. Uh, she is a beautiful young lady, leads our youth with her husband, Dan, with so much passion. I want you to put your hands together and welcome Ebony! Thank you. Thank you. You may take your seats. Oh, thank you, Pastor John. And, um, and Pastor Dan, I just want to give our pastors a shout out because um, you saw in presence just then, Pastor John actually did one of the offering messages on the Thursday night in front of thousands. And it was, we watched it online at Alex's house. <laughs> and it was, all of us were just um, so inspired by you, Pastor John, of your um, like confidence, but like just how powerful it was to watch and like in that conference setting, but to be like, that's my pastor. <laughs> like I I go to their church, Pastor John and Danielle, and so I'm so grateful that God just somehow placed me here under Pastor John and Pastor Danielle, and I'm so glad you're here tonight under their leadership too. So thank you, Pastor John and Dan. We love you guys. But, um, oh, Ben, you can go. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, all right, so here we go. We're talking about confidence tonight. And um, I'm going to, in just a second, put up a photo in a moment of me as a little girl. Because you know when you're young and um, you have all the confidence in the world. Like you are just so confident. And the photo I'm about to show you is um, a photo of me when I was about six years old. And for some reason, I'm standing on the coffee table in our lounge room. I've got headphones on. I'm wearing like my mum's heels and I've got a remote control in my hand and I'm like singing to Britney Spears. And like but over here was my sister with like a lamp shining on me doing like a lighting show. And then over here is my dad filming me. So you can put that photo up if you have it. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, you can put it down. <laughs> and I just think like if that was today like if that happened today I would not have the confidence just to own that moment and keep going and I was thinking like you know when we're kids we're so confident we're so bold we're so sure of ourselves you know like I just think like it's God's intention that we wouldn't ever um, as we grow older shriek back from that but only grow more and more wise and more and more confident in who we are but for some reason like through our lives, through comparisons, through um, people speaking words over ourselves, through things that happen in our lives, like we find that the opposite happens, that actually we can grow older and get more and more unsure of ourselves. Our belief in ourselves is down and we just think so um, poorly of ourselves. So I've titled my mes message tonight, Born to Soar. <laughs> Born to soar. It doesn't quite rhyme, but it flows. Born to soar. And I want to read Isaiah 40, verse 31. It says, But those who trust or in tonight, is, those who have confidence in the Lord, will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And I just think it so is the call of God on our lives is that we would actually soar in our lives, that we would go to um, new heights all the time in our lives, that we would be free just to do what God's called us to do, to be who God's called us to do. I think of it as um, like a hot air balloon, right? 
hot air balloons, they're designed to only go upwards. Like, they can't really move side to side. They only go upwards. That's its main job, to go upwards. The only thing keeping it down is weights. Weights tied to it. Weights keep it on the floor. And I really think that our, um, the way we see ourselves, our insecurities, are like weights that hold us down. Um, when I finished school, I like, had a dream to be like a fashion designer or like to study fashion design because sewing is what I love to do and I like to make things, okay? <laughs> but it was about two years after I finished school and I was still battling with whether I should do it or not purely because I felt inadequate I saw myself as not creative enough, not stylish enough, um, that, and to the point where I couldn't even express to people that that's what I wanted to do because I was so ashamed of how I thought people would think of me, being like, you know. And, you know, I finally took the step and I enrolled to study it and I'm like now got a job in sewing. And, you know, as I enrolled to study, I really did feel the smile of God on me as I went into TAFE and study and really felt like, and even now I'm like, that's what God has called me to do. But that's what insecurities can do to us. Our self-confidence, exactly like what Pastor John says, just hold us down and stop us from doing all what God's called us to do. And so tonight, as I'm speaking and as Alan Oh, oh, I could, am I allowed to say who's coming up next? <laughs> As the other two speakers <laughs> come up, um, <laughs> I just want you just to identify what are the weights that are holding you down. And, you know, weights aren't things that just get thrown on you and then they flee. It's actually things that have been tied to you for maybe years. Like maybe... Mine was like two years, but maybe it's longer than that. You know, maybe there's things that you are constantly reminding yourself of for years and it has stopped you from doing what God has called you to do, even stopped you to express what you want to, even to stop you being the person God has created you to do. And I'll just leave you with this one point. For me, it's the word of God that is the sword that cuts the weight. In Hebrews 4.12, it says the word of God is alive and powerful. A two, it's sharper than a two... Um, sharpest than a two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit and flesh and and joints. And um, I honestly believe, like, if you're here and you're like, that's me, I feel like, um, you know, tonight maybe that's healing you need. Maybe something's happened in your life and it's caused you to doubt yourself ever since. You know, maybe you need to forgive people who have rejected you and it's hurt your insecurities. Do you know tonight we always open up the altar call after the service and maybe you need prayer, but maybe you need to go to work with the Word of God. I'm constantly on the daily reminding myself that I am His daughter whom He is well pleased, that I am wonderfully and beautifully made, that I am like a pillar carved beautifully to glorify the palace and there's so many more. <laughs> So maybe tonight, you know, if you're feeling like you're not soaring in life, that you're feel, you're hitting walls, you're you're um you're stuck on the ground, you know, go to work, find out who you really are in Christ, cut those weights down and fly high. Thank you. Come on, good job. That is a fantastic picture. Come on, you were born to fly. I think that was a song that you used to play, baby. You were born to fly. Delta Goodrum. Who's a Delta fan in the house? Wow, okay. You're born to fly like a hot air balloon. Cut it off with the Word of God. That is a brilliant picture. So many of the things that will set you free are actually quite simple, but they're not easy. 
And so therefore making the commitment to get the word, the, the scripture, and speak it out loud on a daily basis is what will cut those things off. Not just once, but a continual basis until you've reprogrammed your mind. Come on, put your hands together for the beautiful Ebony. Fantastic. All right, she let it slip, but I want to introduce you to the next one, and it doesn't really matter, actually. But this, our next speaker uh, is Alex Fitch, and Alex has been our church for seven years, and uh, we have had the joy of watching the transformation happen in her life. Uh, she's just got a delightful buoyancy about her. Just a, She's always full of life, full of encouragement. She's actually our PA, and so we see her up close every day, and she's just a delight to, ha- to be around all all the time. So I want you to stand at your feet and welcome up to this pulpit, Alex. Go, Alex. Thank you so much, Pastor John. It's an absolute, oh, you can take your seat. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's an absolute honor to be here tonight and to speak to you all. And you know, it's an honor to be Pastor John and Danielle's PA as well. Like they said, I get to see them behind the scenes and I can promise you they're exactly the same behind the scenes as they are up front. And I just want to honor you tonight, Pastor John and Dan. I wouldn't be the person I am today without your love, encouragement and leadership. So I'm so thankful for you. We love you. Let's give it up for them. I brought the big boy out tonight, my big Bible, which is, hello. (laughs) But we're speaking about confidence. (laughs) We're speaking about confidence. And Ebony, that was such an incredible message. I love it. Ebony is such an embodiment of true, true confidence. And I love you, Eb. You're incredible. But I actually did do um, the same thing Ebony kind of did. I didn't bring a photo, but I used to dance in my lounge room as well. I don't know whether it was like a 90s kid sort of thing, but you're welcome. I didn't bring a photo. But who in here tonight would say that they're a naturally confident person? Put your hand up. Naturally confident? Yeah, a few people. Awesome. Come on. (laughs) I see that hand. That's awesome. (laughs) You know, if I was in here tonight as five-year-old Alex, I would have put up my hand, just like Ebony said. As a child, we're born with quite a lot of confidence. We're confidence that's from the inside out. You know, I would talk to people and I wouldn't be afraid to go up and say hello to people, talk in front of people. But, you know, growing up and entering my teenage years, I experienced something that I wasn't kind of used to. And it was this overwhelming feeling of shyness and of fear of people and what they thought about me. And that kind of caused a lot of low, low self-confidence. And, you know, it was due to fear of what people thought about me or fear of man, if you will. And this fear slowly started building up inside of me as I grew older and entered my teen years. And it was through different circumstances and things that have been spoken over me. For example, um, in grade eight, they make you take all the different subjects. So we had to do music. And now I love music, but I am not musically inclined like at all. I cannot sing. (laughs) Um, And what we had to do was we had to get into groups and we had to pick a song and we had to sing it in front of everyone. It was mandatory. You had to do it. I tried to weasel my out of it. I couldn't do it. Anyway, we got in groups. I obviously picked all the small things by Blink-182 because that's a classic. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and you know what? The dreaded day came along. I was so, so nervous. But you know what? It turned out even worse than I expected because my group didn't show up. I I know, I know. I had to get up in front of everyone and sing all the small things by myself, a cappella. It was the worst moment ever. <laughs> I remember I didn't look at anyone. I looked down the entire time and then I cried in front of everyone. So that was that was a great moment for me. <laughs> But 
since, you know, since becoming a Christian, I learned that fear is a robber of confidence. And when you let fear take a hold of you, you aren't being the person who God called you to be. You become a product of what you let your fear mold you into. And I got to a point in my life where I was so, I had so such low confidence, I didn't know who I was. I spent too long trying to conform to what the world was trying to tell me to be, to try and fit in, to try and do stuff that I thought was normal, that I lost sight of who I was. And um, fairly early on in my Christian walk, I read in Romans 12, 2 in the NIV, it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve God's will, his good, perfect and pleasing will. And I felt God to say, say to me in that moment, I didn't call them to be I didn't call you to be them, I called you to be you. I had to break the pattern of this world that tried to rob me of who I was, the fear that tried to rob me of who God called me to be. And I went through a journey of transformation and I did two things that really helped me break into the confidence that I now have today. The first thing I did was pray. I spent so long trying to conform that I had the world's view just totally smeared across my brain and I needed to get God's view on who I was. And, you know, if I'm being real with you, I was afraid to ask God who I was. I was afraid that he was going to, what if he was going to say I'm, I'm exactly like what I thought? What if he's going to say that I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough? What if he's going to say all these things? And then in that moment, I realized, no, God's a good, good father. If I went to my parents and said, what do you think about me? What do you like about me? They wouldn't say, oh, you're kind of boring. You're a little bit lazy. They wouldn't say that. <laughs> they would tell me how much they loved me and what they loved about me. And you know what? God's exactly the same. He wants to meet with you in that secret place, in that place of prayer where he can tell you how much he loves you. He can tell you who you are and who he's called you to be. God knows you better than anyone. You have to pray to let go of the old ways that you've been thinking and the old patterns of yourself and pick up and put inside you what God thinks about you. And the second thing I did was declare I had to take what God has spoken over me in those moments of prayer and speak them over my life. I had to take action because God's word is powerful. Like Ebony said, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says that there's life and death in the power of the tongue. I had to create a list of declarations to read over myself every single day. I printed them out. I put them in my bedroom. I put it in my car. I had it on my phone. I had it in my bathroom. I literally had it everywhere because I didn't want it to be out of sight, out of mind. I didn't want to go back to the way that I was. I wanted to push forward into the future that God had called me to be. I wrote down things like, I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. I am bold. I am strong. I am courageous. I am set free. I am loved by God. I am chosen. I am accepted. And I want to encourage you in this place tonight. If you have bad self-image of yourself or if you have things that are hovering over your head, just know that you are loved by God, that you are chosen. You have a plan and a purpose that you don't even realize yet. And you know, in the beginning, when I was declaring that over myself, I didn't really believe it. I was like, okay, okay. But I promise you, if you're consistent, if you keep declaring the word of God passionately and with confidence, that you'll start to renew your mind and set, you'll be set free. There is nothing more powerful than declaring your own revelation of what God says about you over yourself. And I just truly believe that God has called everyone to be confident. Confidence isn't something that's, you know, on the outside. Confidence isn't always loud. Confidence is something on the inside. And I just want to encourage you. It's a strength that comes from within. And God's called every single one of us to be confident. So I just love to pray for you all tonight.
Thank you, Jesus. I lift up every single person in this room to you, God. I thank you, God, that you have such a plan and a purpose over their lives, God. I pray right now, God, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we declare freedom from past mindsets over every single person in this house tonight. In your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Good job. Well done, Alex. Good job. Come on. I love it. I love it. I love it. The power of the I am, the declaration. The talk this morning, actually, in the, in the message this morning, God's name, uh, when he, was re- he revealed it. And who talked about that earlier? Sam. Sam talked about this earlier in the offering, that God's name is I am. God is confident enough to say, I am this. I, I am the healer. I am the God who, who's your, your banner over you. I am. And so he declares it. So when Jesus comes along, he says the same thing. I am the bread of life. I am the truth. I am the way. When God gets on the inside, he begins to reveal who you are. And there's nothing more powerful, as Alex just said, to begin declaring, well, I am who God says I am. Well done, Alex. Put your hands together. That was amazing. Amazing. Alex is one of our great young adult leaders, leads a great young adult connect group, great young adult prayer group. So if you want to go to an excellent group in the young adult area, girls, check, check out Alex. Talk to her a little bit later on. All right, our third and final speaker is one of our young youth pastors, also a drummer extraordinaire, and you might have seen him up here singing on stage. Uh, he, he is a great young man who's been in our church for many years. I want you to stand to your feet, put your hands together for our junior high pastor, David Morris. Thank you. You may take your seats. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dan. I said that last time. Hey, sorry, bro. I always put you in the deep end. Hey, um, Pastor John and Dan, thank you so much again for inviting me to speak tonight. Um, just uh, following on from what the others said, like, if you guys didn't watch them online at Presence Conference, like, I just want to say I'm your biggest fanboy, and um, I love watching you guys, and and just the fact that you guys are my pastors, and and you're doing amazing things that you just see your heart for this movement and Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, that's one of them. Thank you. So um, preparing for this, I, if I'm being totally honest, I kind of struggled a little bit um, because, you know, when you, when you want to prepare a message, you want to come from a place of victory and a place of, um, you know, like I've, I've been there and I've, I've come through it. But for me, this was a little bit tough because I was thinking about it, and please don't take this the wrong way, but I've never really not had confidence. Um, it's kind of been embedded in me since I was a little boy. Like, same. I used to stand on the coffee table with my pinstripe suit, and I used to dance the night away, sing songs to the Backstreet Boys. Like, you know it. That was me. And it used to be like an annual thing. Like, everyone would come around at Christmas time, and they'd be like, Dave, do a dance for us. I'd be like, okay, like, let's do this. But, you know, I grew up and, and I carried the same thing with me. Like I did musical theater in school. And um, despite what people say, said about me, like, you know, you, boys will be boys and say like, bro, that's so gay. Why would you do musical theater? And like, you know, it, like not nice things, of course. But for me, I was just like, I don't really care what you think. I'm going to do it because it's fun. Um, and I think that's a really, a really big part of of growing in confidence if you don't have it is like the idea of comparison that I have to do what you do because you think it's cool um let's just 
decide tonight that we're just going to block that out and we're just going to cut that off because you don't have to do what anyone else does. You just be you. And that's my testimony is that I've, just my life, I've, I've been me. So like, let's just make a decision tonight that you're just going to walk away from here and decide, yep, I'm just going to be me. Is that cool? Come on, let's do that. So um, let's have a look at this. Okay, so looking at a scripture that's really helped me. Uh, sorry, Alex, I'm totally stealing yours as well. Let's look at Romans 12 verse 2. It says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. There is a will of God, and it's good, it's perfect, and it's pleasing to Him. And when you sit in that, you, you get a sense that you know who you are. And what I want to speak on tonight is confidence comes from knowing who you are. So when you're sitting in the will of God, um, you, you realize that as He speaks to you and stuff, like when you read your word and, you, and you're living life for Him, He says things to you through His word, like for me, He says, this is my son. Like he said to Jesus, Jesus lives in me, right? So I'll take that. I'll be like, you know what? I'm your son in whom you're well pleased. Like I'm your good and faithful servant. Um, I'm like, if you're for me, God, who's going to be against me? And if we can carry these scriptures, I promise you, if, if you can walk away from tonight, maybe you don't read the Bible very often. Maybe you do and you don't get much out of it. I just want to um, believe with you tonight that God is going to speak to you through his word because He's spoken to me and he's given me declarations and, and promises that I can speak out. So if you open up your Bible this week, I promise you that if you start reading, he will absolutely, positively give you a promise that you can declare over your life and it will absolutely change your world. Um, the idea of it for me is that it's going to be relevant to my life. Um, you know, like, for example, one thing that um, I know Ebony also spoke about is in Psalms um, chapter 139. She didn't give the verse, so I'm a little bit better there. Um, but it's Psalms 139, verse 13 to 14. I'm totally kidding. Please forgive me. Uh, for you created me. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb, and I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. And maybe you didn't know that, that God created you because he loves you. Um, God actually chose for you to be here tonight. He actually chose a destiny, put it in your heart, and he's, he's given you dreams and things that you can see come to pass with confidence, with confidence in knowing who you are, with confidence in knowing whose you are. You're God's, right? You're his child. And um, that's, for me, like living my life growing up, um, I've, I've had phenomenal parents. Mum and dad, love you guys so much. They've always, always encouraged me. So just a little shout out to the people who do have confidence. For me, this is what I love to do. Um, something that you can take away from here to help others who don't have confidence because insecurity is a sucker. It really kills the inside of people and you can see it in them, Right. You can see someone who's struggling from insecurities. Maybe they're a little bit standoffish or whatever. So for the people that do have confidence, just go up to that person and tell them they're awesome. Tell them that, you know, like Jesus loves them. I don't know. Whatever you feel come to your heart, just go up and tell someone, you know, God loves you. You're awesome. Whatever they're doing, whether they're singing, whether they're just, you know, tell them they look pretty, tell them they look good today. And you'll find that even that will give you more confidence but it will give them confidence as well. 
And that's what God wants to do in us. If he speaks to us and encourages us, then why shouldn't we do the same? Amen. Cool. Yeah, so tonight, um, I don't know if, if you came here tonight not knowing God, but he's here right now. And, um, and I know that because I've had a revelation of who he is and that Jesus really did die on the cross for you and I. And sometimes our, confidence, our lack of confidence comes from making mistakes and it comes from beating ourselves up a little bit. Or maybe it comes from um, not being the same as everyone else, like I said earlier. And, and we look a little bit different and we feel a little bit different. And um, I know for me, I've made mistakes in my life. Like, yeah, I've been confident, but it doesn't mean that I haven't made mistakes. And, um, and yeah, insecurities have come up inside of me. Like, um, when I was younger, this is, this is pretty cool. Uh, when I was younger, I used to, um, yeah, swimming carnivals. I th- Pastor John spoke about this. Swimming carnivals are scary, man. Like, if you're not fit and, like, you pump, like, you got muscles and stuff like that. No one wants, like, I don't want to take my shirt off like that. And for me, my big thing is cookie nipples, right? Back in the day, you know, when you're growing up, you'd, that happened to me. Um, but they're still intact. No one took a bite of the cookie, so it's all good. They're all still there. Um, I'm not going to explain anything else. No, no, no. Sorry, you can talk to me after the service, Pastor Teresa. Um, not that you should know more. But um, that's what can happen, right? We can just get beat up a little bit. And um, I want to encourage you guys tonight that, that God created you. Like you're made fearfully and wonderfully by Jesus, by God. He, he loves you. So um, tonight, if you don't know God, maybe you, you did know him. Or you're just on a journey on finding out who he is. Um, I'm glad you're here tonight. Because the presence of God is here. And I can feel that he's knocking on some people's hearts saying, hey, I'm over here. Look at me. Look to me. I can help you if you're lacking confidence, if you're feeling insecure, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know who I am, let me show you. And I feel his presence here tonight. And I want to give you guys an opportunity. If you're here tonight and you don't know him, I want to give you an opportunity to just say, hey, that's me. I, I really feel like I want to connect with God tonight. So if I can just get every eye closed and every head bowed, Jesus, I invite your presence to sit in this room right now. Thank you that you're here. I just want to quickly read a verse in the Bible. This is the heart of Jesus. This is what he really wanted. The Bible says that God's greatest will, his greatest desire is that all people would come to know him and be in relationship with him. And this is the prayer that Jesus prayed. He said, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Jesus loves you so much that he died on a cross for you so that you could be in relationship with him. Before he even died on the cross, he didn't just do it in vain. He did it because he knew that it was going to open up the gates of heaven to let you walk through. And if you're here tonight and you're like, I, I really need that. I need, a, I need some peace in my life. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And he wants to give you that. And all you have to do is, is just open up your heart and say, yeah, I'd love to invite him into my life. Maybe 
So yeah, maybe oh, there's a first person here and maybe you've never said that prayer before. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. I don't want to embarrass you uh, in a couple of moments. I'm just going to ask if, if you're one of these three people just to raise your hand and I'll see it. You can put you down. We'll say a prayer in our seats and, and that'll be that. But um, maybe you're here tonight and, and you, you, you really don't know God. You've, you've never heard of him. Maybe you have, but you've just never made the decision to follow him. Tonight can be your night. I want it to be your night. God wants it to be your night. He wants to meet you and, uh, and he just wants to pour out his love upon you. Or maybe you're another person and, and you did know God, but you've just drifted away. Maybe you've done some things and, and you've, you've just walked away and turned your back on God. You know what? That's okay. And God is here and he wants to come back into your life. Or maybe you're a third person here and you're just not sure that if you were to walk out of these doors tonight and something was to happen to you, that you would walk into heaven and spend eternity with Jesus because eternity is a long time. If you think about it, eternity is such a long time and you want to know where you're going when you enter eternity. So right now, if you're one of those three people, if you don't know God, if you did know him, but you've walked away, or you just want to be sure that you're going to heaven, with every eye closed, I don't want to embarrass you, but would you mind just raising your hand and just showing me? Awesome, mate. I see your hand. Thank you so much at the back. If there's anyone else here, I'd like to join this man. So proud of you, bro. That's so cool. Is there anyone else here that wants to make the decision like, yeah, that's me. Awesome. Thank you over there. Thanks. So proud of you. Is there anyone else here tonight? And you're like, yeah, that's me. I want to meet Jesus. Oh, I need confidence. I need, I need something more than what I've got. I can't do life on my own. If, if there's anyone else here, I want to pray for you. And God will come into your heart. If it, is there someone else here? Is there anyone else here? I want to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus, that you're here. I just want to wait one more moment. I really feel like someone's battling in their heart right now. And God's saying, come on, let me in, please. Let me in, let me in. I want to do some things in your life. Is, that, is there someone here that wants to make that decision? Join these two amazing people. Cool. Awesome. Hey, we're just going to quickly, just keep your eyes closed for a moment. We're just going to quickly say a prayer. And um, for those two people that just raise their hands, I want to encourage you just to not say these words out and repeating them after me. But if you just say these like you're talking to God directly face to face, um, here we go. And church, please join me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you died on a cross for me, for my sin, in my place. And I'm so sorry that you did that. But I thank you, Lord, that because you died on the cross, I can spend eternity with you in heaven. I thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness and your spirit entering my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Awesome. Let's give these guys a huge round of applause.